Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? So this is day 38 of being quarantined, and... um. No, I'm just kidding. Or does it just feel like it's been that long? It feels like it's been forever. And so it has been day three. I'm recording this on a Wednesday of being quarantined. So, man, I hope you're not going stir crazy in your house. I hope you're surviving and doing okay um, and continually walking in the word daily on a daily basis. Man, you have no better time in your life to do that right now. And so, uh, so listen to Psalm 60 today as that's where we're at. Psalm 60 says this, Oh God, you have rejected us broken our defenses. You've been angry. I'll restore us. You have made the land to quake. You have torn it open. Repair its breaches for it totters. You have made your people see hard things. You have given us wine to drink that makes us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you, that they may flee to it from the bow, that your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer us. God has spoken in his holiness. With exultation, I would divide up Shechem and portion out the veil of Succoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my my wash basin. Upon Edom, I cast my shoe. Over Philistia, I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go forth, O God, with our armies. O grant us and help us against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. I think this one, this is kind of an odd psalm. It really kind of is. And I think this psalm would provide a good example for us to kind of think through because you know, I think sometimes we get to places in the Bible where we, we read a chapter or we read a passage and it kind of confuses us. And so we immediately just say, okay, you know what? Um, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to read this. This is weird for me, whatever. And we immediately just dismiss it and kind of move on. Um, especially when you get to the part when it's talking about uh, verses six through eight, when it's talking about all these countries, about what God is doing and these people, what God is doing to them. Like it's just it's just kind of odd, right? But there, there's some stuff in here that I think we can definitely pull out. So the, the things to kind of notice is really it starts out of the gate in verse one where he says, oh God, you've rejected us, broken our defenses. You've been angry. Restore us. Like the, according to the psalmist's perspective, it seems like God is not there. Um, and maybe I just said that wrong. It, it doesn't seem that God's not there. It seems like God is there. He's just acting differently than the psalmist would want him to act. It seems like God is is really not answering them, that God is actually working against them, right? Which you might think that's kind of weird. You might think that's odd, but oftentimes this happens in God's word. We, I think about the book of Habakkuk, right? I think about Jeremiah, where, where God literally uses other people, uh, particularly the Babylonians in Jeremiah chapter 25 and 29. He uses the Babylonians to overtake the people of Israel, really to, to wake up the people of Israel, to get their attention and to make them realize that they need him. And so so God is not above using opposition to draw his people back to him. God sometimes will use adversity in your life to make you realize that, man, you really need him, to make you realize that maybe you're not walking with him the way you need to be. And, and oftentimes it's through adversity that our faith really grows and that my understanding of who God is grows. And so the, the man here, the psalmist, is in a situation like that where it seems like, like God is not really working for his people and God's 
not really uh, moving on behalf of his people. But what, what's amazing is what he recognizes by the end of the psalm. He says, O God, grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. He says, God, I, I can't do it on my own. God, God, I can't save us on our own. God, we cannot do this. Vain is the salvation of man. Useless is the salvation of man. So what does he say in verse 12? With God, we shall do valiantly, for it is he who will tread down our foes. He says, but basically he's recognizing and understanding, God, if we're going to be successful, God, if we're going to move onward, God, if we're going to continue to grow in this time, God, we need you. And can I just remind you, what, what a powerful reminder to us today that, that God is not just some kind of side piece in our life, that if we want to include him in on it, then that works great. Or if we want to you know, um, kind of be a part of what he's doing, then that's awesome there. No, we, we need him. That he's not someone that we can just say, God, I'll take you when I can get you and I'll take you when I, when I need you just casually. But every single step of every single day, we need him in our life. And it's amazing that the psalmist recognized that here. He, he recognizes, God, apart from you, we can't do anything. God, God apart from us, well, salvation is not going to come to us on our own. God, we need you to intervene. And isn't that just the hope of really Christianity, that every other religion, really, it all kind of boils down to essentially the same thing. Nuanced, It's nuanced and said in different ways, but it boils down to a lot of the same ideas of that there's a God up in heaven and he shares something. He says, hey, if you can get to me, here's how you get to me. But but our God says, no, 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 the, the God of the Bible, Jesus comes for you and I. Apart from him, I can do nothing. It is by grace that I've been saved through faith, that Jesus does all the work and I just get to simply reap the benefits and trust in him on what he's accomplished on my behalf. So students, you need him today. I mean, I'm praying for you as you're quarantined. I'm praying for you as you're sitting at home, uh, not doing much. I'm praying for you in this season of life that, uh, that, man, this would be a time where you could really dive into the word of God, really dive into who Jesus is. And um, man, so excited to, to see how the Lord Lord's going to use this time together. I'm so excited. I love you, man. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for checking out the podcast today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.